there, Happy Thinker listeners. This is episode number 14. everybody. It is Cassie with The Happy Thinker here. I am super happy to be back. I went on a little mental health sabbatical. I had a lot of responsibilities and things that I needed to commit myself to that had to come first. And in order to be here fully and present for you guys and the best version of me to coach, I had to be able to handle that first. So I took the time needed to go ahead and deal with that and come to a beautiful understanding understanding of some new things that have developed in my life and some things that I'm really excited about what I'm learning and how I'm growing and I want to share it with you. I want to show you how far you can go in your life. It's my goal as a coach, as a human on this planet to leave it better than where I found it and share my experience with those around me so that maybe they might benefit from some of the things I'm learning. So I hope that you find all this material super helpful to what you're going through today. And I want you to know you're not alone in whatever you're going through. You have people who care about you. You just have to seek out those good individuals who hold you to your best standard self. They don't let you slide and they look at you with compassion as well. They do both. Those are the people that you want in your life. So thank you for listening today and let's hop into what I'm learning. And it's all about claiming who you want to be and dropping who you're not. I want to talk about ownership today. I want to talk about ownership of not your car, your house, your belongings, your children, your cat, none of that. I want to talk about ownership of your life, ownership of your life decisions, ownership of your life's outcome, ownership of your life's circumstances, and ownership of what you're going to do next, how you're going to go about the next thing in your life. I think... What I'm learning and what I've, I'm, I'm practicing as I grow is learning that the number one thing you must accept before anything can change is the ownership of something. And this is hard to do for a lot of people. It's actually not something that's hard to do for me. I've always been good at taking responsibility for the things that happen. But one thing that is hard for me is taking ownership of the things that don't feel good, the mistake type things that I don't want. I can take ownership for them and like responsibility for them, but claiming something is different than taking responsibility for it. When I mean claiming something, it's saying, yes, I own this thing but it doesn't define me when you claim it you say I claim it as for what it is you're proclaiming what it is I'm learning about claiming your worth claiming your power claiming your inner strength claiming your inner warrior claiming who you want to be and declaring that over anything programmed into your brain So whatever's been going on in your life that is 
is keeping you from moving forward, it has to do with what's programmed in there and what you are claiming. Are you claiming that that old life is you or are you claiming that those mistakes are you and define you and are who you are? Are you claiming that that person who you feel is incapable, stupid, um, isn't worthy, that you is you? What are you claiming? Are you claiming that because of the traumas in your your experience of life, you can't do any better. Like you can't move forward because it's too much. Are you claiming that you can't have the things you want because there's too many things in the way, too many obstacles? Are you claiming those things as your reality? What are you claiming? So there's a couple components to claiming that I want to point out that I'm learning that it comes in a process of steps. This especially applies to trauma because what happens is this. We move forward out of trauma and we move forward into something else. We might even do okay. Like we have the, all the trauma reactions and, and all, all of the things that come along with trauma. The emotions that come along with trauma. The breakdowns that come along with trauma. The, um, uh, the reflexes like of things that people say, do, things that you see or hear. Um, and, and your own reflexes. So you have all these things that come out of trauma and you move forward with your life and move out of it. Well, you have two choices when you do that. When you're moving out of a trauma or something that you, is a hardship for you, you can claim that old experience for the full amount of what it is and say, this happened to me, but it doesn't mean anything about me. I get to decide what it defines me as. Or you cannot claim it at all. And almost like um, this seems this is, seems obvious when I say it, but when it comes to trauma, we don't think in terms of this. We don't even realize we're doing it. Most of the time, when you decide not to claim it and say, oh, no, that doesn't belong to me, maybe you didn't cause it, but it's still a piece of your life. But you get to decide what that is And whether you want to walk away, you claim it, and then you toss it. But you got to claim it first. See, the thing is, is if you go ahead and say, oh, no, 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 I can't accept that. That's not a part of my story. I don't want it to be a part of my story. I can't even come to terms with it and accept it and process through it. Then you're never going to be able to move on. You got to claim, throw away, move on, and claim the new. That's my teaching today. You have to claim it for what it is, not for what you feel, not for what you think, but what it is. Then you say, what does this mean? And you don't have to go deep. It's really easy. If you did something wrong, legitimately did something wrong, then you did something wrong and you claim it as that. But if you went through a trauma that had nothing to do with what you did, but you were experienced was traumatic and your experience was something you had to go through, you claim not claiming it as your fault, but claiming it and saying, yes, I accept that that at one point in time was my reality of my life. But now I can drop it at the door and walk away. 
and claim something new. So I don't want to talk about the old claiming. I touched on that now. I want to talk about the new claiming. What can we claim as ownership for ourselves? And how does this benefit us in psychology? How do our brains grasp these new concepts of claiming something new and proclaiming that over our life instead of the old reality of what we were experiencing? Even if you've never gone through trauma, you may have had old lifestyles that didn't suit your now current self. So you get to claim that that's what it was, drop it at the door and move on, claim something new, something good for you, something that you want, something that benefits your life. What are you going to claim for yourself? I know for myself, I have a lot of things that I am proclaiming over myself and I have some tips and I have some, some things that I'm in the process of working through that I want to walk through with you guys because it's helping, it's working. And it's an ever-changing, ever-growing and evolving process to become better and better and better and better as a person. You'll never stop growing when you're trying to be better. And that's good. And healing is an ever-growing process from anything you've gone through. Claiming it does not mean you're accepting responsibility in terms of it's your fault. Claiming it means you get to claim it as what it truly is. So if someone hurt you, you get to claim, yeah, that happened in my life. Not ashamed to say that I've been through some stuff, but it's not me. It doesn't define anything about me. I get to do that. Not my experience. I didn't choose that experience. It happened to me. And you don't have to be a victim of it and you don't have to hold on to it anymore. You get to walk away and claim something new. So let's work on some steps, some psychology that I've been researching about claiming new things for ourselves and the programming that we we experience during trauma that we can reverse through claiming something new. So how do we do this? How do we claim what is ours and let go of what is not? There's a lot of work that's involved when it comes to healing through traumas and things that we've gone through and ownership of the things that are truly ours and being able to let go of the things that don't belong to us is a skill that is not easy and it is a skill that needs to be learned more by our society. We hold on to so many things that don't belong to us. And we claim things that aren't who we are. So I want to help you with a method that's called the GROW model or the GROW method. This one is a founding father type method that is worked with in life coaching all around the country and even in other countries as well. And it is a method that is solely based on actual coaching, but I took the model and I broke it down for trauma. I'm like, how can I relate this standard method of learning to grow into who you are supposed to be and claim what is truly yours and let go of what is not and use it for what when we're talking in terms of growing out of something that's no longer serving us, that's no longer who we are. So the grow method is literally you break down the word grow. So The first of the GROW method is, of course, G for goals. Um, 
when you're talking about goals in terms of trauma, your goal should be progress, not perfection. And you should think about where do you want to be and who do you want to be. And those should be questions that you play with in your mind. Where do you want to be and who do you want to be? If there were no limitations on your life, who would you be? Who would you choose to be? And where do you want to be in your life? You need to write that down as like a war call saying, this is what I stand for. This is my objective. This is who I am. And I can claim this for myself. The second of the letters is R and that's for reality. This one is probably the hardest portion of the model and the method to work through. What do you need to accept, understand, and process through to accept the reality that was and the reality that is now and the gap between where you want to be and where you are now? So there's, this is like a three-step. You need to process the reality of what happened to you, what you went through, and accept it for exactly what it is. This is what happened. There, it doesn't mean it's your fault. It doesn't mean you chose it. It doesn't mean that you could have done anything to prevent it. And even if you could, it doesn't even, even matter because it is a past. It doesn't exist in the present. It exists only in the past. So it actually doesn't exist at all. So that reality is no longer yours. So you get to accept it for what it was. The second part of it is what is it that you need to accept, understand, and realize about yourself now? Who are you now in this present reality? And is it where you want to be with your goal? How, how far is the gap? And this is not a time to shame yourself. Instead, this is a time to be real about where you are and, and where you want to go and get to claim that new self even before it has gotten into your life. By claiming it and walking in it and proclaiming it over your life, this becomes who you are because you choose it. The third is the O step. What could you do to open up your options? What options are available to you? And what old reality do you need to let go of to move into the new? What options do you have to help you move it out of that old reality and into this new. So this is a good one. You can gr- gather some resources, um, some places to help you. This one's always a good, if you're needing a coach, a coach can really help you coach through this. Um, a lot of coaches gear towards only coaching towards future goals. But if you make it not about like digging into your trauma and trying to figure out why it happened, or if instead you focus on moving forward from it. This is something that a coach, specifically a trauma coach, can help you with. Um, But even outside of a coach, there are other resources for you. There is tons and tons and tons of information at our fingertips on the internet. Um, Now, of course, use discretion with this. You want to make sure that it's sound psychology studies. And you always want to make sure that it resonates in your heart, in your soul. When you're looking for options that work for you, what works for you works for you to move forward. But make sure you're not kidding yourself and just using it like a band-aid. You're actually trying to move forward. What options? Who do you have for accountability? So that's the O. And the W for grow, the very last step, is what is your will? It is the literal word will. 
What is your willpower to do? How much do you want this? How badly do you want this to be moving forward and letting go? If a piece of you still wants to hold on, you won't move forward. How badly do you want this? What is your will? And how can you increase your will? When working through these steps, you need to focus on two areas when we're working through this GROW method. You need to work on awareness when you're acting in your old self and reality that isn't you. You need to be aware of it. What are those triggers that trigger thoughts for you? What thoughts do you think that trigger you in to responding in your old trauma responses? And being aware of that and being aware of that's not you anymore. That's just a response that was programmed into you, that was built into you because of what you went through. It might have even started before you got to the trauma, but the trauma brought it to the surface. So you need to be aware of it. How do you behave when you're acting in this old self? What kind of emotions and thoughts do you experience when you're in this old self and who are you being what do you like who you're being does it help you these are questions to ask yourself when you're practicing awareness practice in moments when you're feeling really anxiety filled really depressed really uh drained or worn out or like you're beating yourself up practice in moments like that of being aware wait a second am i acting in my true self or is this a leftover response from trauma and if it is ask yourself those questions how how am i behaving what kind of emotions and thoughts am i having does this align with the person i want to be is the best question to ask yourself in that moment wait a second does this emotion does this thought process does this mindset does this behavior align with the true me the me i want to be if the answer is no you get to drop it at the door you accept it you accept that it's not your fault and then you process through it and let it go the next thing you need to focus on when working through these growth steps is ownership look at the past self own what is truly yours and then accept and own the the things that are not you, that they're not yours. And when I say this, what I mean is a lot of times in trauma and extremely hard situations, we take on burdens and responsibilities for things that didn't even have anything to do with us. We just happen to get thrown in the mix of. Or we take on responsibility for something, blaming ourselves for it when we didn't do anything wrong. We're like, well, we could have done something about it. That that is like trying to say (laughs) trying to like say when somebody dies that well you know if i had only had the remedy everybody goes through trauma everybody passes away so either one of those examples everybody goes through something in their life most of the time these are not preventable things that happen to you but the way you respond is your choice the way you get to move forward is a choice the person you want to be now is your choice and this person who blames themselves holds themselves responsible for things that aren't theirs are carrying and claiming things over themselves that do not belong there 
I've been doing it for many years, claiming things over myself that aren't mine to claim. I realized that I had unpacked all my bags. I had worked through these. I had unpacked my suitcases full of all this stuff for the past two years. I'd done my work, but I was still carrying the empty bags around like they were mine to claim. And they weren't. They weren't even mine. They didn't have my name on them. They were somebody else's, but I took responsibility for them. So it's important to acknowledge what is yours and what is not. The second thing about ownership is you drop it at the door and you walk away from it when you realize it's not yours. So you don't just say, okay, well, this is mine and I'm still carrying it around. You say, nope, I leave that behind. You can do this in a couple different forms, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute, of symbolically and internally and emotionally. But you want to make sure that whatever you're claiming, you claim it and take it with you. And whatever you're saying, ah, that's not mine, that doesn't belong to me, you drop it at the door. You don't take it with you when you go. And this is your choice, is the last thing about ownership. Your choice is to get to choose who you are now. And you can decide to think about it like what that made you. But you know what? I think deep down you are always this person. But experiences in your life brought that inner power out of you. It didn't make you what you were. You already were that. It just brought it out because you had to use it. You needed it. That inner self. That old self, the old traumatic response to experiences that were painful and hurtful and hard. It's okay. There's no shame in that. You were doing the best you could with the tools you had at the time. But now it's time to sit the suitcases down that don't belong to us and claim our new self. Walk in the freedom that is not programmed into us but is chosen by us instead. Rewiring the brain is not an easy task. It's not something that you just go and wake up one day and say, okay, I've done it, I've, I've accomplished it. But accepting something can be as easy and freeing as that. And you can do it. But it takes some, some work to get there once you've become aware of it. So that's what I'm going to break down the grow steps and talk about each individual one and see what we can do to deepen the understanding of how this GROW method can help you move forward and claim the new you, which is the beautiful, wonderful, amazing, phenomenal self you deserve to be. So step G is one of the most important steps in this GROW model method. The reason why it's the most important because it's the most influential of how much change you're going to be able to achieve. In order to change from something deep-seated and rooted inside of us, something that's programmed into us, you have to reprogram. I teach about this a lot um, and there's a lot of my skills and my tools that are very helpful for this, but it comes from a place of acceptance. It comes from a place of accepting reality for what it was and for reality of what it is now. Being able to let go of a past that didn't work out or wasn't the most productive or wasn't the most beneficial to your life or wasn't even really what you wanted. Whatever it is, whatever you're holding on to, whether it be the pain because feeling like letting go of the situation means the pain didn't matter because you didn't matter or if the letting go of it is because you're letting go of peace of yourself that you've held for so long you don't even know how to let go of like a little safety blanket or 
letting go of something that you believed should have been one way and it wasn't. Whatever it is that you're letting go of, acceptance is the step that you have to come to terms with. In order to do that, you have to imagine your goal self and the person you want to be. So you have to do an inner visualization. So I challenge you in this step to take a minute, close your eyes, and picture the feeling it feels like. How does it feel in your body? How does your face respond? How does your body respond? Are you like giddy and, and, and joyful? Are you at peace? Are you feeling free? So once you have set your intention with your G step and have set the person that you feel inside you are, you have really imagined that goal person, that goal lifestyle that goal feeling then you can move on to the the r step when you're moving on to the r step you are identifying the barriers that are causing issues the things that are holding you back from that ideal self and those good feelings you experienced when you imagined it these are your barriers the things that you need to come to terms with what are some things that are keeping you from accepting what was and claiming what is and what will be recognizing your strengths to pull off and help you in this is really important because sometimes when we try to diagnose and and we identify the barriers we automatically think it's problems with us so we say oh well here's all my issues that i'm dealing with these are problems with me and you start the blaming especially if you've been through trauma this is really easy to do because if you've ever been in any situation where you're mentally abused or emotionally abused you may think things are your fault a lot and so these these problems that are just barriers in your way from the the new you are not issues that are your fault or that you just can't get over it. These are emotional, deep-seated beliefs that somebody literally carved into you. You just get to decide to let them go. So this second step of R with reality, you're really trying to figure out what are my barriers? What are my obstacles? And look at them objectively. Try to depersonalize them. Say, okay, these are, these are the problems. Like diagnose them as if it's like, um, like an accounting problem. You know, you don't take it personally if it's some business is an accounting problem. You're just like, okay, there, here's all the factors that are causing this not to balance out properly. So that's how you need to look at it. The last and final step is the W step. This is another important step that you cannot skip. It's about learning your own will. What is your will now? Not your past person self will. That will was not enough to get you through what you did, what you went through, what you had to be. That will is not the will we're talking about. We're talking about the will of you. Or even if you have trouble seeing it as as yourself as strong now, imagine that future self version and then imagine just stepping into that, those shoes for just a minute. How would it feel to have the will power to say, this is my life now and I choose this? People automatically jump back from this statement. This is my life now and I choose this. Sometimes because they don't know how to choose a new life. So this will step is important because calculating your will is not just about saying, yeah, I have the will to do this. I I believe I can do it and determine. Determination is good and very important 
part of the process. But the other part is establishing an action plan to help you get there. Establishing actions you will and can take right now in this time period of life to be able to help you get there. Whether that means hiring someone that can help you navigate through this, like a counselor, a coach, or a therapist, that's fine. Or whether that means doing a lot of work on your own, lots of research, sitting down with friends and having long conversations about what's going on and how you're feeling and what you're accepting. These kinds of things are important. Creating an action step of when I think this, what will I do instead of what you've been doing is a good way to think about this as well. How will I know when I'm being triggered in the old trauma response from before? What? How will I know? Detecting that and creating an action step of what you're going to do when that happens is always good. Having it already pre-planned out for you keeps the guesswork because your brain is automatically going to do what it's used to doing until you intentionally teach it to do something else, which teaching takes practice. So you have to establish these actions for yourself before you've even gotten to that, that issue. So when the issue pops back up, you're going to know exactly what to do. Another thing is you want to set up accountability. People who you can go to to talk about this, people who you feel you can talk to and hold you accountable to what you are responsible for healing and what you're not. Not somebody who's going to be a sympathetic ear, but somebody who's going to to help you stand with compassion. They'll have compassion and understanding for what you went through and your feelings about it, but they're not going to let you slide into bad decisions and bad behaviors that are harmful behaviors and harmful to yourself and hurting yourself because you are not willing to to move forward. And it's not because you're not strong enough or capable enough to move forward. You are. It's always been within you. You just have to accept what is and what was and drop those bags at the door that you no longer need to carry. Whether you're in the midst of trauma and want to move into a new life and heal, or whether you're out of trauma and have been healing for a while but not moving forward, or whether you're right there at the very tip of that, that mountain peak, ready to finish the climb and say, I am here now and I claim this now. Thank you so much for listening to The Happy Thinker today. I'm very happy to be back. I'm so excited to share all the new material and the things I've been learning and the things I've been practicing and experiencing with other people and my own clients. And I am happy to share it with you, my lovely listeners. So please go to my website at happythinkerlifecoach.com, especially if you're needing a coach to coach you out of things like this or even on just your goals. I will be there for you hand and hand every step of the way. So thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you really soon.